Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, and welcome to another edition of Movement Radio. I am Chip Hazard. I'm Talon Williams. I'm Roger Sierra. Excuse me, I had to get drinking this beer real quick. Um, and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another list. We actually have a list tonight. What's wrong? Nothing. I heard somebody go. <sighs> anyway, so. Uh, tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to be doing an episode that we tried to do about three or four months ago. Uh, and we actually did record the list, but unfortunately, it, the file got corrupted. So we're back again. We're going to redo it. Uh, and we're going to talk about the top 10 most influential new metal bands of all time. Um, shout out to uh, Brandon Steer over at WatchMojo.com for providing us with this list tonight. Now, are you a metal fan? Well, Maybe if you're looking for something new to listen to, look no further than this. Um, so, like what we said, for this list, we are uh, WatchMojo considered any band that is primarily classified as new metal. That means any band that hasn't consistently explored the new metal style, bands like Disturbed and so on, will unfortunately be left off of this list. Now, these may not be the best metal band, new metal bands, but they represent just how far the metal genre has come. Uh, that being said, which one do you guys want to take the first one tonight? Uh, I guess guess I will. Okay, go ahead. Um, so we're going to start the list off by letting the bodies hit the floor. Yes, uh, Drowning Pool, founded in, two, in Texas in 1996, they uh, quickly rose to stardom in 2001 with their platinum album, Sinner. Uh, Sinner became the perfect representation of the band's style at that time, which can be considered a blend of hard rock and alternative metal. Now, over the years, the band has had a revolving cast of vocalists, with each one only staying for an album or two. Uh, now, despite the constant lineup changes, the band has man- maintained a consistent level of quality. Um, what are you guys' thoughts on drowning pool i mean i only know one song by them <laughs> which is... i know that let the bodies hit the floor the reason i know that's because the ecw <laughs> revamp not even the good ecw not even the good ecw Damn. Uh, wow i figured i figured you i figured you'd be a fan of drowning pool why because you like lit biscuit i figured you know you were into other new metal stuff <laughs> Uh, not really. Limp Bizkit. Uh, I probably like, like four new metal bands, to be honest. <laughs> we'll see if they're on this list, actually. Um, no, nah, but, uh, yeah, Drowning Pool. I, I, I was a fan of Drowning Pool. I, I love the album Center. Um, uh, it was, it's, it's so strange to, to listen to, uh, thanks, bro. Um, it's so, uh, interesting to see how far the band's come. It's the fact that they've had literally four lead singers in the course of their existence, uh, first starting with Dave Williams, who was um, the lead singer on the album Center, and then he ended up uh, dying on tour um, at the uh, at the ripe age of only. Um, let me go back and look here. Yeah, he was only thirty years old when he passed away. He died of a, uh, I think they said an acute um, acute uh, uh, hyperthopic card- cardiorrhythmia. What it is basically it's just a muscle disease of the heart um and then uh and after that they had 
uh, Jason Jones as a lead singer, and then they had Ryan McCombs, which most people know Ryan McComb from the band Soil. He uh, was their lead singer for quite a while. He 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 did. Uh, I think, I think he only did two two albums. Yeah, he with he, um, Full yeah. Circle and Resilience. Well, or, no, I mean, Res- Full Circle and uh, the self-titled album, which yeah. I. Okay, so hot take here. I think their self-titled album was their best album. I agree, one hundred percent. And I mean, they had so many great songs on that album. They had uh, "Feel Like I Do," "Turn So Cold," "King Zero," "Children of the Gun." Uh, man, that whole that whole album was amazing. But I, I was a fan of Drowning Pool during the Center days. Um, Center bodies tear away, like literally. Like that's the Drowning Pool album that I can listen to all the way through, and I and I love the album. Um, See, I can't listen to that album all the way through. Okay. Definitely. I mean, for me, it's like the first three songs are good, and then it kind of goes downhill from there. Okay. Okay. Hey, that's just me personally. No, I, no, I, I, I'm not angry about it. I'm just saying I get it. You know, there's some people who, you know, which I do have that you know thing because there were friends of mine from high school that you know we listened to the same type of music new metal and stuff and they were like yeah Drown- the center album was okay at best because that's what they believe um not now i agree with you i mean which full circle wasn't a bad record either no. um it's just it sounded it sounded like a fusion of drowning pool and soil because it was ryan mccomb singing it mm-hmm. um now i did find out that they uh they do have a new album coming out this year in 2022 called strike a nerve so that could be interesting. Who's, who's the new lead singer? <laughs> it's still Jason Marino. Jason Marino's still the lead singer. So. so he'll be the first to do more than two albums. He'll be the first to do more than two albums. You're right. Because Dave Williams did one. Jason Jones did one. Ryan McComb did two. And Jason Marino's did two. And if this one comes out, then yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, but that's Drowning Pool. Um, I definitely think they were an influence in, in new metal, which... There's a lot of people that's like, oh yeah, you know, it's a pretty cool record, you know. Um, and the fact that, you know, they just have one of the most iconic new metal songs uh, in Bodies, uh, I think is definitely one of those uh, songs that, you know, it, did it get overplayed? Yeah, it definitely got overplayed a lot. I mean, but I think it still gets overplayed. It still gets overplayed, but I mean, in the back of my, it's so funny because I was, I was, uh, driving back from somewhere. I can't remember where it was. And my son was like, Hey dad, can you play bodies? I'm like, you want to hear bodies? Like, okay. And then he's in the back banging his head, screaming, let the bodies hit the floor. And my daughter, my daughter's in the back. She's so looking at him like, what the hell? You know, at least I'm thinking that's what she's thinking. But anyway, um, so, uh, that being said, let's move on to the next one. Roger, you got it. Yeah, I can get the next one um so next on the list is trapped oh god do i have to say this all right yes you have to Um, read the blurb (laughs) are you headstrong we didn't think so our first but not last california-based new metal band trap burst onto the scene with their first official single headstrong off their self-titled album the song showcased traps twist of the new metal genre uh, being considered one of the best hard rock songs in 2000, a driving force of popularity of new metal in the early 2000s, Trap shows fans just how expansive the genre really is. And that's literally the only song I know by them. I was going to say, th- that's the only song I know by them. 
like I was like I'm a fan of I let me take that back. I was a fan of Trapped. Um I was a fan of Trapped. Uh the first album, like I, I can listen to that whole album all the way through. Um Someone in Control was a was a good uh was a good album. They had they had songs like Waiting, Stand Up, Lost Realist, um, you know, songs like that. Um, I, I'm a lost realist because I have no idea what any of those are. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, to, and to, 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 I think some new metal heads out there might know some of these songs. Um, only through the only through the pain was was an okay album. It only had like four good songs on it though. Wasteland, Who's Going Home We Do Not, uh, Contagious, and uh, Curiosity Kills. Those are the only good ones that were on that record. Um, no apologies was 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 a good album. I think No Apologies is probably their best album, honestly. Um, it's a song, uh, Sound Off, End of My Rope, No Apologies, um, Overloaded was a good song, and then their the last good album that they had, in my opinion, was a song called Reborn, and it had a it had the song Bring It, which was actually used, um, which was used in one of the. Uh, one of the UFC, uh, one of the UFC games, um, so they had that going for them. Uh, and then DNA, I didn't really listen to the DNA uh, album, um, but I think the reason why Tapped is in that weird state where it's like they get a lot of they get a lot of hate, um, and for a couple of reasons, um, it's mainly because of their uh, it's mainly because of their lead singer Chris Taylor Brown. Um, he's not their lead singer anymore. Not not anymore. Wait, according to this, it says he still is lead vocalist, rhythm guitar, synth, and samples. And then uh, uh, December fifteenth, twenty twenty, trapped officially part ways with vocalist Chris Taylor Brown after numerous controversies. Oh, okay. Then you must be okay. Okay, so you're saying that one. Okay, but it says right here. It says in November of twenty twenty, Spin reported that Facebook had deleted Trap's page on the grounds of hate speech. In 2022, the band Twitter. Okay, yeah, that's what you just read. Yeah, yeah. He Chris Taylor said a lot of shit that almost got them all completely canceled. Yeah, that he uh, <laughs> he's a neo-Nazi and also apparently a pedophile. Yeah, yeah. He said well, it's okay that... to have sex with kids under the age of 18. Yeah, well, if that's the case, then he can go fuck himself. Um, and he also said black people are lying about the oppression and white people are being oppressed themselves. So. There's that guy. That's that guy. That's All crazy. right. It makes me really look at it makes me really look at the band differently now. You know what I mean? But it's like I don't know. Like for me, like I think they got good songs. You know, I just like, it's just it's, it's it's disappointing that that's the way he feels. You know what I'm saying? Because <clears throat> they because they were a good band in my opinion. You know. Uh, apparently there's a whole website that did an article about all the things he said in 2020 and it's really long and pretty bad right that's not (laughs) jesus oh that's crazy he flat out denies racism exists and he apparently went on a whole week long twitter rant about it and that's what got him suspended no i'm pretty sure racism exists dude no it it doesn't it doesn't it does. According it's to him. sad. I, I, it, it does not exist, and it has never existed. Yeah, black people are lying. They were never... He, uh, never. Oh, this is pretty bad. They were never uh, slaves or anything. That was made up. Mm-hmm. Made 400 years of lies, apparently. Look at that shit. 
Damn, and he was a Trump supporter hard. Hmm. He apparently invited the Proud Boys to a concert in Dallas where the other band members said no. What a shock. (laughs) (laughs) Dude is so bad. How are you going to ruin your band like that? Well, he's not the first rock star to ruin his band with stupidity. Well, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) Right. All right, that being said, let's move on to the next one. I want a preference... I want to preference uh, what I'm about to say, which I don't believe this band is a new metal band, but you don't. Just... Well, I'll explain my reasoning here in just a minute. Let me read the blurb. The next band we're going to talk about is a band called Evanescence. Formed in Arkansas, Evanescence' introduction into the new metal genre was with their momentumly uh, successful debut album, Fallen. The album sold over 17 million copies, showing this how showing just how popular the band became in such a short amount of time featuring the theatrical vocals of amy lee evanescence created some of the best new metal out there being described as purely gothic while evanescence has been compared to new metal acts such as lincoln park and pod the band has created a a style of their own which has left a legacy for future new metal bands to follow now i know what the what the with the blurb that i just read I consider them more like gothic, like like a gothic, like a gothic rock, gothic metal, kind of similar to like a Within Temptation or uh, like Epica or something like that. Um, you know, because Epica is not considered, you know, um, and Lacuna Coil. I don't consider Lacuna Coil new metal either. You know, and they have, you know, a very similar style to Evanescence. Um, but what do you guys think about Evanescence overall? Uh, I like well, them. Yeah, I liked them. I, I thought their first album, I literally thought their first album was the soundtrack to the uh, Daredevil Spider-Man movie. Oh, yeah, Daredevil. Yeah. You're right, you're right. Yeah. Um, now, now, I will admit, I, did, uh, I do like the album Fallen. Um, uh, Christian Cage's music is on there. Uh, <laughs> yep, that's probably my uh, favorite song by them. Yeah, um, yeah. My Last Breath, that's the name of it. Yeah, My Last yeah, Breath. Yeah, such a, it's such a banger. Yeah, it is, man. It really is. And of course, I think everybody knows uh, Bring Me to Life. I think that's been um, probably one of the most outplayed songs in history. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, Going Under is is the first song that you hear, and I think it's a very interesting one because I think Going Under, it, so funny, cause I, was, I can't remember who it was, but there was somebody who uh, used the song Going Under as entrance music. And I asked him, I said, why did you decide to use the song Going Under? He goes, ah, because I'm a job guy. I'm like, okay. <laughs> It's whatever works for you. Um, I mean, he's got a point, though. He's got a point. I'm not going to tell him he doesn't. But, um, but I mean, the whole album, dude. I mean, the song "No Everybody's Fool" was good. Tourniquet, which is my Tourniquet's my favorite song on the album. Um, Take Me Over is a good one. Hello was very like it's piano esque and stuff like that, and it's very you know, you know, sweet and aromatic or whatever. Um, uh, I want to say. Because because Evanescence, like my wife loves Evanescence. Um, and I asked her, I was like, so so what's the, what's your favorite song on the record? And she said that it's impossible for her to pick because they are, the whole record is amazing. Um, and I, I think most people only look to Fallen. They only look to the first record. and But they did have a, uh, an album in 2006 called The Open Door. Uh, they, they had another album come out in 2021 called The Bitter Truth didn't even know that uh that 
uh, album had come out, to be honest with you. Well, um, they, they've had several albums. So they had Fallen, they had the Open Door. Open Door. Then they had a self-titled album that came yes. out in 2011. Uh, they had Synthesis in 2017, and then The Bitter Truth in 2021. And none of their follow-up albums stood to what Fallen was. Yeah, uh, op- the the Open Door was one of those albums that was that it was it was it was okay, but it wasn't as strong as Fallen was. And maybe it was just one of the cases where they had an amazing uh, debut album, and then I'm not going to say they rested on their laurels, but it it, it sounded like that through uh, the Open Door and the self titled record. I haven't heard the bitter truth, so I can't really say if that record's better or not better. I have to give it a full listen. Um, but you know, that's what I think. Um, but you said you were? Did you say you was a fan, Raj? No, I mean I liked their a few of their songs. I've never like dove into them because um, I just can't listen to somebody sing like that for that long on a, like just with a metal like presence behind or just a hard rock presence pretty much behind it i don't know why i mean she has a great voice amy lee has a great voice but i just i just can't do it that long like the theatrical like uh yeah operatic opera, 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 yeah. yeah and yeah. which is weird because i do like opera music but i guess i like opera music when it's acapella style like actual opera but then right. also like just regular hard rock but it, i guess just to, to listen to both of them that long it just doesn't i can't do it yeah like the blue chick from fifth element right Yes. Well, I'm the only one that's seen Blue Element. <laughs> only one that's seen the Fifth Element. <laughs> I mean, it's probably been no. like eight years since I've seen it. That's Love got that Mila movie. Jovovich in it, right? Yep, yeah. Mila Jovovich, and, uh, Bruce Willis, Bruce Chris, Willis Tucker. Chris Rock, Chris Tucker, Chris yeah. Tucker, <laughs> and uh, Gary Oldman. Yeah, Gary Oldman. Gary, yeah. Dude, that dude I've could play it, anybody, dude. I, I probably <laughs> it's been a while. Seen it in twenty years. It's a really yeah. good movie. It's just it it does, but also doesn't at the same time hold up. It's yeah. weird. Oh, yeah. Debo was in that movie too. I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah, old Tiny Lister. Old Tiny Lister, rest in peace. All right. Um. So, uh, who got the next one? Chip, you got the next one. Mm, yes. Yeah. yeah, you're next. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Are you good? I, 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 uh, <laughs> I was like, "Am I next?" Shit. <laughs> it's, it's been a day. Uh, it's been a day. So, that's right. So, so almost lost my get to that. Almost lost my get their ass kicked today. So it was great. Yeah. Uh, right, go ahead. Sorry. So we uh, next up, we're going to talk about POD uh, point of delivery. No, not metal enough. Payable on death is more like it. Founded in Southern California in 1992. This Christian rock band has had an ever changing style over the years. Originating in rap metal, they slowly transitioned to the reggae influenced new metal style they are most known for most prevalent on the band's fourth album satellite listeners welcomed the transition with open arms as it quickly became pod's best-selling album with 12 million record sales and three grammy nominations later it's no wonder why they're considered one of the best new metal acts out there Thoughts, Raj? Oh, um, I'm trying to think. Uh, what? What are their 
songs. I can't remember what their songs. Uh, let's see, oh. uh, Alive, Youth of a Nation, Boom, Satellite, yeah, that's Southdown. Rock I know the three of them. No three of them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Right. No, I, they. I don't know. They were just one of those guys when I was growing up. I heard in just like movies, and I was like, "Oh, they're a cool band." And then that's my extent film. Like I heard them in Never Back Down. Uh, football movies had Boom in it. Uh, other stuff. I don't. They. I heard their songs, and I was like, "Yeah, I fit for the movie." But I was like, I would never seek them out because they never seemed like something I'd just jam out to. My dude, Satellite's one of my favorite records. Of which one know, is Satellite? I'm trying to remember that one. Satellite, Satellite's the one that has a live boom, Youth of a Nation, Satellite. Um, oh, you're talking about album. I thought you were talking about the song. I don't remember the song. No, no, I'm talking about no, no, no. I mean, the song Satellite's good too, you know. Um, the song is just it's perfectly... I really only remember like a live and boom. That's really the only ones that like immediately like I can remember off the top of my head. Yeah. I definitely would have to listen to more too, because I know I've heard them a lot. Is but just not a, I just don't have them in memory like that. Right. Um. Well, and and it's weird because their next album was, um, uh, I I I didn't think it was it was very well, um. Although it did sell over 1.3 million copies, and it is credited as the last commercially successful album by P.O.D., um, I just don't remember any of the songs on this album. I remember you're talking about you talking about the Payable on Death record from 2003. Yeah, the only one I remember off the top of my head was "Change the World." That's the only song I remember. Um, I mean, it probably just had all the momentum from the previous album. That's why. Mm-hmm. Right. And Testify was an okay record. It had the song Goodbye for Now and Mistakes and Glories. Um, when Angels and Serpents Dance, I don't ever remember. Ha- I don't remember that record. Uh, Murdered Love was okay. Uh, it had the song Lost in Forever. I thought it was good. good. Rock, uh, West Coast Rock Steady was another good one. Um, I haven't listened to Circles yet. Um, and then they had the one uh, song uh, "Sleeping Awake" from the uh, Matrix soundtrack. Well, that was well, that was on the um, Japanese deluxe album for yeah. Able on Death. Yeah, but it was also on the uh, Matrix uh, soundtrack as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, this like here's the thing, like because it, it's so strange, and, and I may get I may get some flack from what I'm about to say, but I'm going to say it anyway. You know, growing up, you know, growing up in a Christian household, you know, sometimes you're told like rock music is the devil's music. You know what I mean? Until like, I I can't remember what it was. I was with a, I was with a church youth group and we went somewhere and it was like a Christian bookstore that also sold like CDs and stuff. And the first album that I, I would walk through and I found, I seen this album and it had this funky looking dude with his legs sit crisscross applesauce. A dove was in the background. There was a mannequin on one side, and it was a it was the the album was called "The Fundamental Elements of Southtown" by the band Pod. And I had a little bit of cash on me, and uh, I was like, "Okay, I'll buy it." It was like seven ninety nine or something. It's so like, "All right, I'll buy it." Whatever. Took it home. 
listened to it. I thought it was good. And then track three, Southtown came on and I was immediately hooked. Like, <laughs> like that was like, I, like I couldn't believe that a, that a band this, that goes this hard was, you know, a Christian band. You know what I mean? Um, and then that made me think, I was like, okay, so they're using this quote unquote devil music to preach the message of the gospel. So it's like, you know, it, it's, it's a weird, like contradiction in a sense for some people. Cause they'll say, you know, that's the devil's music. And you know, you're supposed to make a joyful noise unto the Lord. And in my head, I'm thinking, well, does the Bible give a definition of what a joyful noise is? Cause a joyful noise in my definition is anything that brings you joy, a noise that brings you joy. Correct. So if this music brings them joy and they're using it to praise God, I I don't see the disconnect. You see what I'm saying? But maybe that's just me. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying. Yeah. What is? I always forget. What does PLD stand for? Always again. on death. Is that what it actually was? Yeah. I thought it was Pathway of Disciples. I. I've never heard that before, actually, to be honest with you. That's what I actually heard the first time, but I was like, that doesn't sound right. Yeah. <laughs> Although it does sound like something that would be pretty cool, <laughs> to the, like a, a name of a record or a band or something, like that would be pretty cool. <laughs> Excuse me. Well, I mean, All for right. a Christian band, it definitely would make sense. Absolutely. Uh, but because of POD, I, oh. will, I was able to learn about other bands like Red and like uh disciple decipher down you know devil wears prada bands like that um norma jean bands like that so um so that being said let's move on to the very next one rod you got it uh, it's, uh, your, turn, isn't it's it? your turn yeah mm, no yes, I, you were trapped I, no i was evanescence you were trapped oh yeah Ugh, i did read it oh man i gotta read pop yeah now Yay. What's wrong with pop? Go ahead and read it. Go ahead. Uh, we'll get it. We'll, we'll get. We'll get it. <laughs> hang on. We'll get into it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Forming in the early '90s in Vacal, Vacali, Vacali, California, Pop Roach didn't get gaming stream success until their sophomore album Infest. The album introduced listeners to bands' original aggressive rapping and hard rocking style through tracks like Last Resort and Between Angels and Insects. Although Pop Roach has changed their sound quite a bit over the years it is the rap metal sound that are most associated with uh they are most associated with which helped in selling over 20 million records worldwide and they just dropped an album like a month ago i think yeah Eagle this month. it's it's yeah. actually really good um i uh i listened to it when it came out um because i've got i've got amazon music new music hits every friday morning uh, so when I wake up, uh, as I'm after I get dressed and ready for work and everything, I go well, taking a shit pretty much. <laughs> uh, I go through and I see what, uh, what new has been released and, uh, then I'll find something new and listen to it on my way to work. And this just so happened to be one that I, uh, I caught and listened to. And I think I even, um, sent you guys a, a, a message in the group chat and was like, Hey, have y'all heard this yet? Uh, and I think y'all said y'all were gonna listen to it or whatnot. Y'all probably haven't, but it's okay. Um, <laughs> I def- I definitely didn't. I'm not gonna lie. 
it's uh, but, uh, now, now now I've heard the song "Kill the Noise." I've heard that one um, because that was the lead single. <laughs> yeah, that, I've I've heard "Kill the Noise," um, but I mean, you literally, I mean, I, you can go to YouTube and you can, you know, you you just go to YouTube and you just listen to the whole album now. Like you don't even have to pay for music anymore, which most people are paying through streaming services and stuff. So yeah. But no, but I mean, I'm 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 a fan of Papa Roach. I've been a fan of Papa Roach since the Infest album. Um, they songs had like some pretty was... shitty albums in in there, though. <laughs> yeah, they do. Have, I'm not going to say everything they do is great, but I'm saying um, Infest was a damn good album. You know, Last Resort, Broken Home, Dead Cell, Between Angels and Insects, Blood Brothers, like that. Those were awesome. Love Hate Tragedy was okay. I I thought they really went away from like you know like think, they, i don't even think that album was okay but they did have the song born with nothing die with everything which was my favorite song on the record but i mean it really wasn't as good getting away with murder i thought was a really good record um they had the song not listening uh getting away with murder scars stop looking start seeing uh do or die i thought that was a good i thought that was a good album um and then you had the Paramore Sessions, which I think most people remember the Paramore Sessions because they had the song To Be Loved, which was Raw's theme song, Forever in a Day. Um, and then the song Forever, which, you know, I wasn't a fan of that song, but whatever. Um, and then Metamorphosis was another one, which they, Metamorphosis to me was when they stopped being new metal and they started doing like more of this alt rock stuff. Um, now, I think Paramore Sessions was more alt rock. Well, alt rock. Well, not maybe alt rock was 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 the wrong word. Let me or the wrong genre. Let me explain. It was more like that party rock from the from the from the standpoint that it was like more debauchery and stuff. Like they had the song uh, "Change or Die," Hollywood whore. I almost told you that I love you. Um, you know, th- th- like that kind of like you know trying to like I guess they were trying to catch on because this was two thousand and nine and there were bands like Burn Halo and um, uh, Social Code and bands like that. Hinder. Um, you know, bands like that. I guess they were trying to latch onto that, you know, because when you have, you know, like fucking Theory of a Dead Man singing Bad Girlfriend is like, oh, Hollywood whore, okay. Um, you know, and then they had, um, they did a concept album, um, called, um, The Connection. Uh, Time, the Connection, yeah, they did that one, um, which they had the song Still Swinging, and that was, well, Still Swinging and Where Did the Angels Go were the only two songs I remember. And then they had what I personally feel like is their best is one one of if not one of one of uh, if not the one of the best records that they've done uh, the album Fear, um, which stands for Face Everything and Rise. Um, love that album. It had Face Everything and Rise, Broken Is Me, Gravity featuring Maria Brink of In This Moment, um, Warriors featuring Royce the Five Nine. Um, you know, like I. You know, I'm a fan of Papa Roach. I, I gotta ask this question, Roger. Why are you not a fan of Papa Roach, if you don't mind me asking? I just don't like their sound. I think they're very generic for the most part. They're overplayed by a lot of people. Still to this day, I just I think they're they're the Nickelback of New Metal. Ooh. Ouch. Hot take right there. Ouch. Anybody got Neosporin for that burn? Ouch. I mean, it was just, uh, Ugh. Uh. Okay. 
okay. I, I'm not. Hey, I, I don't judge people based on the musical choices. It's cool. Unless you listen to mumble rap, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, uh, you know I love my Takashi Six Nine. No, you a lying motherfucker. <laughs> 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 All right. Whatever he says. So I know. Say, did you just say tiki tiki? Bricky bricky. <laughs> oh, bleaky bleaky. Brick brack brack big big deep. I don't know what he says. I know he just yells a lot, and then he mumbles. Nobody knows what he says. That's the problem. I told him not to crack jokes, but then he did it. Full five. See me with it. Uh, I got the Smith. I'm finna rock you on stage. I'm getting jiggy with it, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, so we're gonna move on from Papa Roach to a band that uh, to a band that I'm probably I know I'm fixing to get shit for, and I apologize, but. This band was one of the reasons why I got into new metal. And it's the band Deftones. They're not new Deftones. Metal. Deftones are the oldest entry on the list. They're the California experimental rock band. Um, they are the prime example of clashing genres, gaining influence from rap and psychedelic rock to even the electronic genre trip hop. There is simply no way to classify the band's style. While they are considered new metal until the album of their third uh, they are they're considered new metal until the release of their third album white pony many now believe that they have moved past that label to something entirely new a career spanning for more than 20 years and seven albums now is no time to slow down um when i first heard deftones uh, I had a cousin who was big into new metal stuff, and he actually let me borrow the album. Uh, what album was it? It was the album Around the Fur from 1997. Um, and that's when I heard the song Be Quiet and Drive, My Own Summer. Um, you know, like that's kind of like what got me into that kind of style. And I know people, they hate the way Chino sings. Uh, Chino Marino, for those of you who know, the lead singer, like they they hate the way he sings. They feel like he has like a very he has a different style. Um, and and I know a lot of people is like, oh, you know, Deftones, blah blah, you know. But I remember like songs like Engine Number no. Nine from the Adrenaline album, Around the Fur, White Pony. To me, I think I think personally, White Pony is probably still their best album. I think, um, of course. It, it, to me, it's it's in the air between um, White Pony, their self-titled album from 2003, and uh, Dominoes. But you know, like they they do have different style. Like they they classify it. It's alt rock, experimental rock, new metal, post punk, post hardcore, fucking post uh, metal, stoner rock, trip hop. Uh, psychedelic rock like I mean it can be described a whole different ways um I I, I think I know what you guys are going to say about this but how do you guys feel about Deftones um actually I'm okay with them I'm not really huge on them but I definitely have listed them um and I out of most of the people on this list I've probably would say I like them comparably to most of the people on the list actually 
I, I'm not a go. fan. I, I'm 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 not a fan. I, I've seen them live. Still not a fan. I do not think that they're new metal in any way. They they are alternative rock. I agree um, with you on that. To be honest, because I, when I saw them on this list, I was like, I don't think they're new metal. I didn't consider them to be that to begin with. Yeah, uh, they're they're alternative rock with uh, they dip into experimental rock. Uh, and maybe that's why they're classified as new metal on this list, but they're definitely, I mean, I telling you're the, the only person I've ever heard that call them new metal. And then now this list being the second, um, well, I mean, if you go back and listen to the adrenaline album, especially songs like engine number nine and seven words, you can clearly tell there is a hip hop influence. Um, for a lot of the songs, you know. Now, am I saying Chino can rap? Fuck no. <laughs> but there is some elements of hip hop within the uh, within the band style. Um, but it was also classified as a post hardcore style as well. So, I, you know, I guess people can. I guess I guess people, you know, that I I understand where you're coming from in terms of like they don't they don't remind you of Corn or Lint Biscuit or somebody like that, um, but you know they definitely they definitely did in a way kind of contribute to the creation of new metal because they they blended styles together if that makes any sense. I mean by by that definition. Uh... Aerosmith and Run DMC would be new metal. Well, that song would be, but no, I mean, I don't know. I, 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 look, I'm I'm not knocking you for liking them at all. I mean, y- your choice is your choice. I just I I really do not think that they're they're new metal. Okay. So. I, mean, I would say now they're not new metal. What they're coming out with now is not new metal whatsoever. I would say probably um, most of their stuff. Let me go back to this real quick. Uh, their newest album isn't even classified as new metal at all. It's alternative rock, post rock. What the fuck is dream pop? You say dream pop? Dream Pop. What the fuck is that? I've never heard that before. Dream Pop is a subgenre of alternative rock and neo-psychedelic rock that emphasizes atmosphere and sonic textures as much as pop melt. Oh, trance. I mean, that's technically what trance is, or ambient. Say ambient? Ambient, yeah. (laughs) He said ambient. (laughs) (laughs) No, not ambient. That's what I said. Ambient. So apparently, Mazzy Star, My Bloody Valentine, uh, The Chameleons. Similar to that, yeah, I would say so. These I haven't actual, listened to it. These are dream bands. I'm looking them up. Dream pop, or yeah, dream pop I've bands. Ne- I've never actually heard this album before, so I can't really give you a definitive answer on that. To be honest with you, Tame and Paul is considered dream pop. Are they? That's what it says here. Okie dokie. Maybe an album too, but. Yeah. All right. It happens. <laughs> it could also be considered chill wave or shoegaze. Shoegaze? That's what one of those derivative forms is called. Shoegaze. Oh boy. 
Shoegaze, originally called shoegazing, sometimes conflated with dream pop, is a genre of indie alternative characters by, by ethereal mixture of obscured vocals, guitar distortion effects, feedback, and overwhelm, overwhelming volume. So garbage. Mm hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um... Okie dokie. Well, from there, let's move on to the next one. You got it, Chip? Uh, yeah, next up we're going to talk about Linkin Park. Uh, no, not the place, but the band. Uh, so, the place where new metal meets the mainstream is where you'll find our next entry. Another California band, Linkin Park swiftly rose to fame on an international scale with their first album, Hybrid Theory. Along with their second album, Meteora, the band blended new, new and rap metal uh, to make a more radio-friendly tone. While you can say they have arguably gone in a different direction, I don't say that that's arguably. They definitely have uh, with some of their latest work. 60 million record sales underneath their belt show that this isn't necessarily a bad thing. Although, in the end, we just hope these guys return to their roots. Uh, now, when was this article written? Because um, clearly, I don't think they're going to return to their roots. I don't even think they're going to make music anymore after the untimely passing of Chester Bennington. Um, I think this was 2020. No, 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 Uh, I'm going to have to go to your YouTube to see when this video yeah, was you... posted. Right. A loud-ass uh, keyboard. Well, hey, here's a keyboard. Uh, but I, I agree that their, their first two albums were definitely new metal. And from there, they started... 2016. Okay. So a year before Chester passed away. Yeah, so I guess they weren't uh, at fault for saying that uh, they could get back together and make the old yeah. style stuff. Um, right. But, yeah, yeah, I would definitely classify their first two albums as new metal from there. Uh, Minutes Midnight, they had a couple of new metal songs on there, but they were mostly... Uh, trying out new styles and seeing what um what did and didn't stick and everything and then you know um a thousand suns boy that I was liked an album. album a lot actually yeah uh did you not like it no i did uh um, i did too i thought it was uh, a good change for them can, can i can i can, can i be can i be weird for a second uh-huh a thousand suns is my favorite lincoln park album something wrong with that i really like it a lot I mean, I just the I love their experimentation on it. I think that everything that like when you hit well, like like Burning in the Skies was great. Fucking um When They Come For Me is one of my favorite songs on the record. Oh, my uh, favorite I, is Wretches and Kings. Wretches and Kings, yeah, because we you I mean no, I, 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 I I I use that for all my creative characters for the longest time. <laughs> it's like, hey. I did too. That I did one, too, um, I like the Catalyst a lot too. Catalyst, oh my especially God. the intro to the Catalyst. Yes, yes. and Blackout. I, Oof, Blackout. I don't know, Blackout would be. 
Bro. Uh, so, so <laughs> but, but also wisdom, justice, and love with the Martin Luther King speech, uh, and then go straight into um, iridescent. Iridescent, it's like, iridescent, yeah. Wow, the messenger's yeah. good. Uh, this is just a solid album all the way through. It like, really like, is. don't like, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I think, I think, Hybrid Theory and Meteor, Meteora are two of the greatest new metal records of all time. But if I'm going just strictly by the catalog of Lincoln Park and their full catalog, A Thousand Suns is to me. And I know people have differences of opinion. Maybe they don't like the way the style that their style went. Or maybe they more love the way that they used to be, but I think right here, the A Thousand Sons to me is Lincoln Park's best record. In, in, in my personal opinion, people have different differences of opinion. I, I may have to agree. Me, me personally, I think A Thousand Sons is the best. Okay. is their best record. I I don't think that. Uh, it's top Ooh. three. It's top three. Uh, maybe their second best record, in my opinion. I. I, I think one more light is their best record overall. Um, I still haven't heard that one all the way through. There's, Dude. there's, there's something about that album, and it's in. It, it just something does it for me there. Um, that to me that is their best album. If I'm doing uh. One, two, three. I'm going one more light, a thousand suns, and then hybrid theory. You see, I would go, and it's not that I don't like one more light. I thought it was a good record. Um, but if I'm going just just off the top of my head, Lincoln Park records, it's for me, it's a thousand suns, hybrid theory, meteor. You know, if we're just going just their top three, and then we can rearrange however you want to do it after that. Um, and I like one more light. I do. I just, ah, there's really only like, I love the song heavy. God, that song was just, I mean the, the whole album. Yeah. It's just something about that song was just something different, dude. That one more light. Um, like I, I, I'm not gonna lie. Like, Almost every time I listen to One More Light, I get tears. Uh, but Sorry For Now, Halfway Right, Sharp Edges, uh, Talking To Myself. Um, then they had their one uh, kind of, I guess you would call new metal, but Good Goodbye, Future and Pusha T. Uh, yep. Nobody Can Save Me. Like This album is one of three albums that I can listen from start to finish. Uh, with it being this, I can... a, a Thousand Sons and Hybrid Theory. I cannot listen the... to any of their other albums start to finish. I can only listen... There's only one album I can't listen to all the way through, and that's The Honey Party. Not The Honey Party, I'm sorry. Living Things. Like, like Living Things had... Uh, it had the song uh, Burn It Down and Lies, Greed, Misery. Um... It, like I mean, the first six or the first six songs on that record are amazing, but then when you get into like eight through ten, it kind of kind of lulls a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Not that it's bad; it's just it lulls a little bit. Um, but and, and, and I can go. We can go on and on about Lincoln Park. I mean, I mean, it, and I don't. And, and again, I don't think that any of us are wrong um, in terms of what we think their best work is or anything like that um but 
you know, I mean, and again, everybody has their own opinion on how they, you know, what, again, what, what, what does certain albums or what do certain things mean? You know what I mean? Like, like me as a kid that got bullied in high school and middle school, I listened to hybrid theory and Meteora and it's like, you know, I can fucking do anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, like those two records, especially those two records got me through some shit in my, in my, uh, in my energetic youth, if you will. So. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, but I do agree with you on, um, a thousand suns. A thousand suns probably being like, I, I went through the albums for the most part, all the ones that I actually listened all the way through and looked them up. A thousand suns probably is my favorite one by them too. Um, it's the one that randomly plays in my head when I'm walking down anywhere. Like anytime I walk in, it, like songs for me just randomly plays in my head. Um, but for me, it probably has to be a thousand songs than Meteora. Uh, maybe minutes to midnight. Um, I'm probably minutes one of the few people. Really good. I'm probably one of the few people that actually do not like Hybrid Theory. Uh, I, I'm glad I listened to Meteora before I actually listen to Hybrid Theory. Because if I listen to Hybrid Theory first, I probably wouldn't have liked Linkin Park to begin with. Interesting. I just don't. No, like no, I'm it. not. I'm not. Again, I'm. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying it's interesting. <laughs> don't take offense. Anyway, um, that being said, though, uh, let's move on to the next one. Rod, you got it. Uh, yes. The next one. Oops, let's start the video. The next one on the <laughs> list is um a band we've all talked about probably well a few times, two or three times now. A couple yeah. times. Uh, old. Well, we did a whole retrospective on them, but yeah. Um, Slipknot. Um, who are behind a mask? Some badass new metal rock star. That's who. And hailing from the great state of Iowa. Um, this seven member group. Yes, you're dead right. Seven have because synonymous was the mask they hide behind. Um, I mean, we've all seen them now without their mask, but yeah. Uh, known for their aggressive musical lyric, uh, musical style and chaotic live shows, the band has earned themselves countless Grammy nods and has sold out the world's largest venues. Uh, while they are classified as new metal, the band has distanced themselves from the genre, describing their sound simply as metal metal. Uh, I mean, we did we did a whole retrospective on this, so I don't think we have to really go on a deep dive on this one, do we? I don't I don't think we've done a retrospective on Slipknot yet. We've we've done Shine Down, Lincoln oh, Park to start. Do we not? No, no. we've done Shine Down, huh. Lincoln Park, Lint Biscuit, and Corn. Man, I thought we did a Slipknot too. We're going to do a, a we're, well, Oh yeah, we were ta- we, we were talking about we it, were yeah. talking about doing that, but then we had the idea to switch up the format of uh, rock yeah, that's what it is. So that's probably what it was. Just stuck in my head that way then yeah no it's, no, no, it's all, all good right, let's go into slipknot then <laughs> yeah um and by the way to to clarify it's not it's a nine member band not a seven member band let's make it more chaotic add two more people uh but but yeah i mean hearing slipknot for the first time blew me the fuck away you know um it was it, it was just something crazy like i remember hearing the song uh what the fuck? what what uh chris fane's no longer with the band they replaced him with some dude named Michael P.F. Michael P.S. Hayes? Oh. No, it's, it, okay. it's literally Michael P.F.A.F.F. <laughs> I thought you really were about to spell P.S. Hayes. Michael P.F. 
<laughs> he he was in a band called Dirty Little Rabbits. I I don't I don't think I've heard of them. No, but he replaced Chris Faint. When the fuck did they? Hold on, hold on a minute. Here we go. Okay, it says on March fourteenth of twenty nineteen. Fane filed a lawsuit against the band, citing payment being held back. Fane specifically accused Corey Taylor and Sean uh, Coran for what he felt was questionable business dealings. On March 18th of 2019, Fane officially split from Slipknot following the filing of his lawsuit. However, a few days later, the message was removed from the website, and according to Fane's lawyers, the percussionist the percussionist's employment status with the band has not had not changed since their initial uh filing so i mean there you go <laughs> yeah the, the last record he did for them was the uh gray chapter uh that's crazy to me um but yeah but so anyway back to slipknot how did you how do you guys feel about the original uh, I guess you, you maybe we go all the way back to the self-titled album or Iowa or whatever. But how do you, how do y'all feel? Um, I've got to try to remember when I first heard it. To be honest, um, I uh, I don't think I first heard them until uh, Volume Three. You didn't hear you didn't hear anything from Iowa. No, I don't think I heard mm. them until Volume Three. And then I, I think I'm the same way. I don't think I heard him until volume three either. Yeah. And then I I stand by the fact that I think All Hope is Gone is their best album to date. Yeah, I didn't hear them until Duality came out. So yeah, volume yeah, three. Yeah, volume three. I was man, I was a huge, huge fan of the Iowa record. Uh I really think I've actually heard that one still to this Yeah, it, it's got man, some of my favorite songs, People Equal Shit. Disaster piece, my plague, everything ends, left behind the shape, I am hated. Um, very fucked up story about the song Iowa itself. Um, they actually did a, uh, they did oh, a 15 uh, minutes long, Jesus Christ. Yeah, oh, the song Iowa, yeah, yeah. Well, here's the interesting thing about that song Iowa is that they had Ross Robbins as their producer. We've talked about Ross Robbins several times on, on the, on the, on the podcast. He was um, the producer of that album. Yes. Um, he, he wanted Corey to be able to, in his words, this is what Corey, this is what Corey Taylor uh, said. Cause I was watching the thing called the audiography of Slipknot and Corey Taylor told the story about how he wanted he wanted Corey to go to a place that he was afraid to go to in his mind when he wanted it. Cause he said he wanted to make the most, he wanted to make the, the, the sickest song that he possibly could think of. And what he did was he stripped himself, butt naked went into the, went stood on the stage at sound city. And he did the song. Iowa in two takes. He threw up all over himself. He cut himself open. He did the most shocking thing that anyone has ever done. You know, he he would punch himself in the. I mean, he literally would like. I he 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 later described it as he wanted to feel the worst possible feeling that he could feel about himself. After that recording session, Clown looked at him and said, "You are a fucked up individual." And I don't know about cut myself or some fucking music. He, he he did he yeah. did he he did all that, 
And you feel it when you listen to Iowa. You feel the the grotesqueness. And I like me personally, I think Iowa's their best record. Um, not to say that I don't like subliminal verses. I think sublim I think subliminal verses have better songs than Iowa does. Um like I love the song The Blister Exists, Duality, um, Vermilion, Pulse of the Maggots, Before I Forget. <clears throat> excuse me. Um like for, to me, I think Before I Forget's one of their best songs ever. You it know is. what I mean? They actually won Best Metal Performance at the 2006 Grammy Awards uh, for uh, the song Before I Forget. Um, and uh, that was, yeah, Before I Forget, 2006. It's already been 2006. Holy shit. Dude, Body Counts got a Grammy? Holy shit. Did not know that. Okay, cool. Anyway, moving on. Um, but yeah, but like what you said, Chip, all hope is gone. You feel like that is their best record? I do. Any particular reason why you feel that way? Uh, I, that's, I don't, I can listen to that song, or that album all the way through. Okay. To wish on certain songs. The Great Chapter, I thought, was a very good... Uh, great Chapter was, a very, was good. Great Chapter was good. I love the song I love the song Cluster. I love the song The Negative One, The Devil and I. Um, probably a song that not a whole lot of people gave it any love was the song Nomadic. Um, I thought Nomadic was a great song. As a matter of fact, Nomadic's probably my favorite song on the record. Um, and then We Are Not Your Kind, the newest record that they just dropped in August of 2019. Um... It was very good too, I thought. Um, Unsainted's probably the one, or Neo Forte, or even uh, All Out Life was probably the ones that most people know. All Out, All Out Live was used um, for for NXT's uh, theme song for for a while. <clears throat> Excuse me, before they decided to go all, uh, you know, before they turned it garbage. Yeah, I mean, I wanted to be nice, but fuck it. No, nah, fuck them. <laughs> Ruined the best wrestling they had for the longest time. Yeah, they did. They were they were mad that they couldn't keep that momentum going on their main quote unquote main shows, right? Um, but yeah, but 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 also Slipknot's original self titled album uh, with the song Six, uh, Sick, Eyeless, Wait and Bleed, Surfacing, Spit It Out, um, Liberate was another one of my favorite songs on the record. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I I I'm a big fan of Slipknot. I like Slipknot. Um, Shout out to our uh, shout out to our friend Johnny Rock. He's 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 probably the biggest Slipknot fan I know. Um, and uh, you know, yeah, I mean, I think they're I think they're deserving of being you know mentioned high, highly on this list. Um, so, are you guys ready to move on to the next one? Sure. Yes. I'm, I'm I'm I I is that you? It's me. Okay. I, here's the thing. I I don't know why they're number two. I, which I understand why they're number two, but we'll get into it in a second. Well, you do realize these are all fan voted, right? Well, yes, but that's what we're still. I mean, it's a list. We discussed it. Well, Limp Biscuit. Probably why it's, why it's number probably two. why it's number two, right? Yes. Limp Biscuit. Now there is no there. There's no way we could have forgotten about Limp Biscuit. This Jacksonville, uh, these Jacksonville, Florida rockers made a name for themselves, and it quickly became a must-listen to in the new metal genre. Whether it was vocalist Fred Durst's angry and rhythmic lyrics to their um, uh, 
elaborated stage shows with their use of uniforms and face paint, mostly West. Uh, there are plenty of reasons to love them. They must have the new metal formula down pat as it has nabbed them three Grammy nods and 50 million records sold worldwide. Despite not being quite as popular as they used to be, the legacy of these boys will the legacy that these boys have left will just keep rolling. Uh, I mean, we've talked about it in length. It's it's the best episode that we've done um, download wise uh, and listener wise is the is the Limp Biscuit episode. Um, it really is. <laughs> uh, like, honest to God, like if you'd have told me that the Limp Biscuit Rock Retrospective would be the best episode voted on which i guess vote on I me mean, hell more people listen to that one than any like by like a mile two miles yep. um you know so i guess it's a dumb question to ask at this point considering what people are we already know but what do you guys think about limp biscuit i mean our fans can answer that easily like you said so <laughs> right this, this one definitely don't need to we don't need to go into length at all for this one because we have a whole what two and a half hour episode something like that yeah yeah two and a half hour episode go check it out movementradio.us it's amazing uh check out the archives we got a lot of cool shit there also buy some merch guys we got new merch coming by the way sometime next month i believe yeah look out for that social vice yes look out for social vice <laughs> and we're gonna have an event <laughs> and we're gonna have it and we're gonna have it available in oh. pink we're gonna have a hey we're gonna have it available in hot pink aqua blue uh, white, least white, blue. Br- <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it's a, it's the third episode in a row we've been cracking up about Sammy Sosa. Oh, all right, Mister Neapolitan, Mister Neapolitan Yes. All right. Since we don't need to talk about Limp Biscuit now. Let's move on now. To Sammy now, Sosa. <laughs> no, we got because we got we got a few more bands to talk about left. So now Ooh. watch mo well, well watchmojo.com did give us five honorable mentions. Um Skin Dread, um, which them. Dude, I love Skin Dread. Skin Dread's one of the they are literally a the, they are the perfect blend of reggae and rock, in my personal opinion. I think they're amazing. Um I'll send you a song. It's uh, there's a song called Kill the Power. It's an amazing song. I'll let you. I'll, I'll send it to you. Um, Seven Dust, which I think Seven Dust is probably one of the best. Seven Dust, in my opinion, should be on the top ten, and we should just remove Trap altogether. In my opinion. Um, how do y'all feel? On, how do y'all feel about Seven Dust? Um, I'm an outlier for them. I, I've heard their stuff. They're okay. I just never really looked into them and got into them. Right, Chip. Yeah, they're they're pretty good. Um, I wouldn't say they're they're great by any means, but uh, I mean they have longevity. Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, Stained is another band that's up here on the list. Does, hold on, does Seven does do Devour? No, so that's Shine Down. Shine Down. Okay, see, I don't even think I do know a song about Seven Dust. Now that I think about it, I might have them confused with Shine Down. <laughs> You know, okay, well, at least you know who Shinedown is, I guess. Yeah, uh, I know Shinedown. Good, good, good. That's all you need to know. Um, uh, the next band is Stained, that they mentioned as an honorable mention. I like Stained. I think they're a good Stained band. did, uh, it's, it's been, been a while, while right? Yeah, yep. that's on yeah. the Break the Cycle record, which, yeah. you know, Break the Cycle, I think, it's break to me, Break the Cycle is still their best record, in my opinion. They're still making um, music? No, they're not. They haven't made a 
Matter of fact, the last album that I think they made they have together, an album getting ready to come out. Are they though? Or are, are, are you touring together? Are you touring together or something? They may be yeah. tour, doing like a reunion tour kind of thing. Yeah. Well, according to last time, okay, they took a hiatus. Aaron Lewis went off to do this country thing. It says in April of 2019, the band announced that they would reform in September of 2019 for some live performances. The band was scheduled to play at the Epicenter Festival in May of 2020 uh, at the Charlotte Motor Speedway, but the COVID-19 pandemic led to the festival being canceled. Um, The last album that they did was the self-titled album in 2011. Um, And and they had had Tormented, which was their first um, independent release. Um, then it was Dysfunction, Break the Cycle, 14 Shades of Grey, Chapter 5, The Illusion of Progress, and Stained, uh, uh, I'm sorry, The Illusion of Progress is a very, very underrated album. I, lo- I actually love that album. Um, it has the song Tangled Up in You, which me and my wife uh, danced to at our wedding. So there you go. Well, Stain may be, may be getting, well, not Stain, but Aaron Lewis may be getting canceled <laughs> soon. Why do you say that? Uh, he has... He's been an outspoken supporter of Trump. Hmm. I mean, if they haven't canceled him by now, I mean, there you go. Um, well, it depends on what he does next, <laughs> I guess. I forgot he was even, like, I remember who Aaron Lewis was from his country music. I forgot he even was in Stain. I didn't even, actually, I didn't remember he was the lead singer of Stain. Right. Um, the next band that they do an honorable mention for is the band Soulfly. Never even heard of them. Never, you never heard prophecy? Back to the primitive? Fuck all the politics? None of that. No, I don't I mean, think I, I have either. I don't think I have. No. No. Right. Shout out to Woody because he he's uh, we 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 talk so fly a lot. Um, and then the last band that they give us an honorable mention is the band Static X. I love Static X. Yeah. Yes. Static X. What? <laughs> I love Static X. All right. Great. Okay. 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 So all right, we have a band that we all three like. Okay. So. Um, I mean, we all like Limbisky. We all like Lincoln Park. Slipknot. Slipknot. What is the, okay? Oh God. Okay, here we go. <laughs> what is the best? Because they they have seven albums. I can't do well. Albums well, 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 all right, well, te- albums. well, technically, the twenty twenty one was just a. It was a consolidation. Anyway, best album in your opinion, Chip. Oh shit! Uh, I don't think I can do. They have okay. They have they they have Wisconsin Death Trip. They have Machine, Shadow Zone, Start a War, Cannibal, Cult of Static, and Project Regeneration. Might be Start a War. Yeah, Static. Yeah, Static. uh, Start a War. I mean, it's probably my favorite one because I think it's the most songs that I know by them. I'm gonna go with Wisconsin Death Trip. Um. I, I gotta go with machine. I think machine. machine, machine I think machine, machine. The I think machine's the best one. Yeah, machine had uh, the song black and white. And machine. <laughs> yeah, it had. Yeah, it had. It had black and white. This is not cold. Um, now, 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 Wisconsin Death Trip did have good stuff on it. It had I'm with stupid, push it, bleed for days. It had the song fix, which fix. Ironically enough, Fix was really the first song that I heard from him. It just had that. Fuck, is he a Muppet? What is this shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, what the fuck is he talking about? Um, But yeah, it was it was very different compared to the rest of them. Um, So yeah, Skin Dread, uh, Seven Dust, Stain, Soulfly, Static X, all bands that start with the letter S. 
in the uh, in the uh, honorable mentions. Now let's go to what WatchMojo.com has named the number one most influential new metal band of all time. Chip, take it away. All right, uh, number one, if you hadn't guessed by now, is Corn, and many fans consider Corn the pioneers of new metal. And there, no, there is no denying that they are here to stay. Damn, that's so corny. Um, corny. That's why I didn't, that's why I didn't do Fun. my opening blurp on Papa Roach. Yeah, corn gained recognition <laughs> by stretching out the metal genre and warping it into something of their own. They owe much of their success to the incorporation of non-traditional elements on early works like Freak on a Leash as well as later works like their collaboration with dubstep artists Skrillex and Kill the Noise. Whatever they're doing, they're doing it right, as Korn has been nominated for seven Grammys, winning two of those, and they've received multiple MTV Video Music Awards. They do got some fucked up music videos. Yeah, they do. (laughs) I mean... They they actually had a con- like I know we talked about this on the corn retrospective uh, where they did a contest where they would uh, I want to say it was from it was for the album issues it was from the song okay it wasn't issues let me it may have been untouchable yeah it was from it was for the uh, for the album untouchable um for the song alone I break and that the music video. Uh, it says MTV supported a contest and called a special uh, MTV treatment in which the winner, 25-year-old Sean Dack, was chosen to direct the music video. And it was shot as if like somebody was going crazy in a damn uh, reality show because that was kind of like 2002. It was like the the rise of reality TV in a sense. And it was just bad shit TV for the shit for the sake of shit TV. Um, most of it, not all of it, but most of it was, uh, but, um, I mean, I think I already know this, but how do you guys feel about corn? I mean, For the most another, part, I like them. I mean, we did a whole thing about them too. Um, we all liked them for the, I, I didn't listen to all their stuff and I didn't follow them as much as you guys did, but I mean, I got a lot of their music on some of my playlists. So, I mean, I like it stuff. Yeah, I, I was, I'm a, a big fan of Corn uh, as well. Again, you know, one of my cousins got me uh, introduced to Corn, uh, uh, and uh, you know, and, and again, and I know he probably was like, you know, because new metal has been on the rise, you know, and it's been popular, and you know, it kind of went by the wayside. It kind of made a little bit of a comeback, and then it fell off again. Um, that being said, though, we've talked about. Uh, 10 bands and 5 honorable mentions I'll ask this last question before we get out of here tonight is there a certain new metal band that was not on this list that you would consider influential in a sense like is there a certain new metal band that you like that maybe it's uh, a hidden gem down for me okay uh, why? <laughs> I mean, they here we go. Such a hype. I mean, they're extremely popular. They're one of the most known new metal bands to begin with. Um, like I said, this is a 
bunch of Mojo stuff as a fan va- fan voted ones. I mean, they voted Deftones in here, and you and I would have been considered them new metal to begin with. No, not to begin, not at all. Yeah, and I would even consider Peel like I, I still, I still don't feel like PLD is new metal either. I think they had like one new metal band or one new metal album, but I don't. Again, yeah, I'm right there with you. Yeah, but I mean. Like this, this album is just really because I don't know. But now this this list is weird because of that. Because I mean, P.O.D. and Deftone. Uh, I mean, I feel like they they clearly left off Disturbed, and I yeah, I would that would be my next one. Disturbed is, is definitely a, a yeah, yeah. Disturbed hey, is definitely, definitely probably more known and new metal than some of these bands, to be honest. Right. Um, Adema. Adema, yes, <laughs> yes, 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 a thousand fucking times, yes. God, their first, the their. What? God, yeah, I was gonna say Godsmack next. God. Well, this one's so weird because I saw Static X on the list as an honorable mention. Like, we're not even gonna mention Godsmack at all. Like, right? Well, well, well here's the thing: Twelve Stones wasn't mentioned. Adema wasn't mentioned. Crazy Town, <laughs> Alien, fucking Alien Ant Farm, Machine Head, Machine Head, Cold um, Chamber, Chevelle. Is, is Bush? Uh, no, 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 no. Bush is more like alt rock. Alt rock. Non point. Yeah. I mean, non point. Yeah, fucking non point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. One of my uh, favorite bands. The fucking non point. Demon Hunter wasn't on there. Cold wasn't on there. Power Earshot. Man Five Thousand. Power, power Man yes. was. God, fucking Power Man Five Thousand. <laughs> fuck it, dude. Fucking fear, mud. Fear Factory. Fear Factory. Yeah. Fear Factory. Faith of More. Were they new metal? Yeah. No, no, no. Hey, here's a band some of y'all may not know. Flaw, y'all remember Flaw? I don't think I remember Flaw. Uh, Flaw was Flaw was fucking great, dude. Yeah, I, I love I love I love Flaw, dude. I'm a uh, they they have the album Endangered Species is in, in fucking incredible. Um, here's another one for you, Hoopastank. Are they? They according according to Wikipedia, yeah, they're classified as new metal. I was trying to remember new metal bands off the top of my head. Yeah. Il, Il Nino, uh, Incubus. Stuck is, Mojo, but, Stuck is Mojo, Inc- fuck yes, yeah, Stuck Mojo. Is Incubus the metal too? I thought they were just soft rock for most. Sci- or the career. Well, here's the thing: their album Science is considered new metal, but anything after Science, I don't consider new metal. Make Yourself was not a new metal record, in my opinion. Yeah, I would say I mostly knew them for their like softer stuff. Morning, anything. morning, morning. Like, I, like I love uh, the Morning View album, but it it wasn't new metal. I mean, when you got songs like talk shows on mute, it doesn't really, you know, you know, I mean, that's just my opinion, you know, um, I mean, Marilyn Manson is technically, I mean, you consider them new metal if you chose to saliva. No, here's another one. You put Slipknot on the list. Where the fuck was Mudvayne? Mudvayne's definitely new metal. Mushroom head, Norma Jean, nonpoint. We said nonpoint. <laughs> Orgy. See, we could have made our own list. We should have done Orgy. our own list. We should have done our own list. Well, yeah, or technically, you guys already did your own list. Yeah, long, long time ago. Uh, <laughs> yeah, long time ago. Fucking Primer Fifty Five. Another the one. Union Underground. Come on. Fuck. Yeah, you go. Monday Night Raw. Zebrahead. Oh, fucking Zebrahead. Oh, I love Zebrahead. I miss Zebrahead. Can we get more? Can we get new Zebrahead? Just more. I used to come out to a Zebrahead song. I don't blame you. Falling apart. I love everything's falling apart. Yeah, I love that song too. I first heard it. Crutch is that considered new, new metal? 
thousand foot crutch is, yeah. Okay, I don't know that. Fucking taproot? I ain't heard taproot in forever. Vanilla ice, of course. He tried. <laughs> I, I was joking about that. Here's hey, hey, puppies. Here, oh shit, I haven't listened to them in forever either. Here's hey, here's a band that, here's a new metal band people probably don't remember. What Trust Suicide Company. Silence? No. I They're love more, Trust Company. Trust Company dude, I love uh the song the lonely, um what the fuck is it called? Downfall? Yes. Here's it the was thing for like, Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. Here's the thing for me, like Ooh, I love like Seether. Do I still listen to Seether? Here's the thing, like the lo- like the lonely position of neutral, which is the which is the album that uh, falling uh, downfall is on, and that's not even my favorite song on the record. My favorite song on the record is Hover. Uh, so you know, which hovers is very introspective, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know, that's what, what it seems to me. 5.0? I've not heard them for either. Uh, I'm trying to think. Some of these are not, they may have a new metal song or two or maybe an album, but they're definitely not new metal all the way through. Right. Remember Switch? <laughs> remember Switched? Yes. Dope. Dope. Dude, dope is fucking off. Rev I'm... Theory before they became Re- uh, Rev Theory uh, before. Before they became Rev Theory, Rev Theory, when, when they were known as uh, Revelation Theory. Crossfade. They're definitely not. Crossfade is Crossfade's not new metal. metal. Crossfade's no. not new metal. Code Orange? Red, are they new red? metal? They used to be. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't think I've heard the new metal stuff. I think I just hey, heard he, their recent stuff. Here you go. Methods of Mayhem. Mm. Yeah. Let's see. Who else? See, we could have. We literally could have done our own listing. Well, I was, was going to say Lost... Go ahead. I, I was gonna say Lost Prophets, but fuck Ian Watkins. I only remember no, no good I, piece of shit. I hope somebody I only, fucking kills him. I only remember them for that for one. I don't even think he was a, a lead singer for it. What, what are you talking look about? We look. What are you talking uh, about? When did he? Wait, he's still part of the band, isn't he? Who are you talking about? Ian. No, he left in. No, the mother. No, the motherfucker's in prison right. He's he's in prison right now because he he wanted to fuck a kid. Yeah, so it's probably not. Fuck him. I don't think I've ever. I don't think I've ever heard them with with him as a lead singer. No, these are his charges: attempted rape of a child under thirteen, sexual assault of a child of, uh, under thirteen, taking, making, and possessing indecent images of children, possessing an extreme pornographic image involving a sex act with an animal, possession of a mobile phone in prison. His penalty is 29 years and 12 months in prison and 6 years of extended license. The motherfucker should be shot in his fucking head. I mean, don't sugarcoat it. Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> Why do you have to just on, on standby like that? Oh, man. just, no, just <laughs> like, Do you have it, like, printed out next to your computer? <laughs> no, it, it's, it's so fucked up. No, it's so fucked up, man, because I remember listening to the album The Fake Sound of Progress with uh, Shinobi versus Dragon Ninja and fucking... I remember the song Last Train Home and songs like that. And it's like, I, I like those songs. And, you know, we remember the song, you know, Standing on the Rooftops and, you know, stuff like that. And then this shit happens and it's like, no, fuck this guy. You know, I hope there's a special place in hell for him. You know. By the way, A Perfect Circle is also considered new metal and I don't really see how. Oh uh, no, I do know the song. The one song I know by them, he was the lead singer. Oh man, 
You talk. You, are we still? Are we still on that song, bitch? Yeah, I was trying to see what song. <laughs> like, I, I only know one song by them, and I want to know if he was the lead singer at the time or not. Right. But he hey, was. You remember so Karashi? Y'all remember Karashi? No, actually, no. You don't remember Karashi? Mm-mm. No. Oh, they had the song. They had the song Baseline. Uh, they had the song Stick 'Em Up. You don't remember that song? No. I'll, I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you. It's a good song. No, for real. It really is a good song. I heard it on uh, Amplitude. Out of my elbows. Sit it on the fucking floor. <laughs> God, it hurt. Sorry about that. It's fine. But I, I guess that's it for tonight. Um, you know, I think we went on about our, like I said, like Chip's idea of us making our own new metal one. Yeah. I think it'd be good. I do think that we would have our, uh, I do think that our list would be slightly different. And we don't even, like I said, we don't even have to put them in any numerical order. We could just give no, we our do. top 10 fate. Oh, we do? Oh, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> we will fight to the death for this. I don't want to fight to the Who death. Who you got new metal <laughs> band? <laughs> hey, hey, you know what? I, I actually think that that would be a damn good idea. I think that'd be too much arguing. <laughs> hey, we take 16, we'll take 16 new metal, we'll, we'll argue the first episode and then we'll break it down and then we'll put 16 new metal bands in the bracket and we'll see who comes out on top i mean it's two to one vote anyway non-point, or, you know, non-point would definitely be <laughs> i at least hope non-point being a top 10 it'd definitely be in the top five maybe uh i hope so i mean, it's, I mean seriously and, and i I'm, i talked to chip about this when we did our uh our uh our, our favorite albums like to me i think development's one of the best new metal records i've ever heard development is an amazing and that's not here's the thing that's not even their best record like that's not even non-points best record you know so um but anyway but yeah we'll get into that we'll we'll discuss this off air apparently um but <laughs> i mean thank you guys for tuning into this episode to all of you new metal fans out there we hope you enjoy it and if you're not really a fan of new metal thanks for listening anyway because i'm sure you have a reason to hate us we love you though that being said, thank you guys for tuning in with this okay. episode. Yeah. <laughs> They're almost as bad as Boston people. Oh, here we go again with the Boston people. <laughs> we, we only love you if your name is Sammy Sosa and you changed into Neapolitan ice cream. <laughs> Sammy Sosa is the only one we love. We should change this to Sosa record now, radio on me now. <laughs> yes. Miami Sosa. <laughs> he'd be so confused at why he'd become like, popular out of nowhere again. <laughs> It's like Chip would be like, he'd be like, it's like I am Chip Hazard, I'm Talon Williams, and I'm Ross here, and this is Sammy Sosa Radio, God's plan. Uh, no hablo inglés, señor. Exactly. See, that's it. There we go. We got it. We really do need to make that merchandise. It <laughs> put Miami Vice people walk around like, who the fuck is this guy? Do you know how many people be so confused on who the fuck this random <laughs> dude is on this shirt? <laughs> With them rocking it, just saying Miami Vice on it for no reason at all. Right. Remember, the colors are going to be hot pink, uh, aqua blue, and snow white. No, bleach white. Bleach white. I'm sorry. Or cocaine white. <laughs> depends on. Or go, okay. depends. Well, we'll, we'll get the white powder down right. <laughs> uh, I can't do this right now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That being said, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning into this episode. Uh, anything you guys want to say before we bounce out here tonight? As always, check out movementradio.us. That is your one-stop shop for all things movement radio. <coughs> Excuse me. Anything from you, Raj? Uh, you know, just watch some Sammy Sosa highlight videos, I guess. There you go. Send us <laughs> Sammy Sosa memes. 
Yes. Yes. Please send us a bunch of Sammy Sosa memes. Send us what size shirt you would wear if there was a Sammy Sosa face on it. (laughs) Right. All right. That being said, shout out to all of our sponsors. Sean Thompson at Thompson Personal Training. Jerry and Jennifer at the Chronic Conversations Podcast. Andrew and Sean at the Warrior Workout Network. Ivan Montanez, twitch.tv slash Unleashed Demon. All of our buddies over at These Ninjas Podcast. And Sean Miller with Should I Watch That. Over 24,000 downloads. Can't say thank you enough. We appreciate you guys. We love you guys. Be on the lookout for Roger's review. Be on the lookout for Chip's Comic Corner. And the new series, Talon's Terror Time, will be uh, debuting, uh, should be within the next couple of months. We got Rock Retrospectives coming back. Who you got? Something about sports. Rap Rewind. In fact, this upcoming Saturday is going to be our Rap Rewind of Music to be Murdered by B-Sides, which we think is... uh, gonna be pretty good um like what chip said uh is that he thinks it's better than the a side and then we'll give that a listen um got a lot of cool things coming up and uh also remember this thursday we are doing part three of our sports uh scandals we got we're five more sammy sosa still we may be talking about sammy sosa still i don't know oh, there's no uh, maybe to it he's gonna come up he, oh yeah he's gonna he, come up there's no way around it oh wait a minute wait a minute we're talking about steroid trial yeah he will yeah. come up there saying, there's no way around it this time <laughs> <laughs> oh brafio palmero with that big ass mustache i've never done steroids period four months later he looked you like get a, oh, fuck you <laughs> he looked like a like a worn out rick rude <laughs> but what are we gonna do next get a picture of rick rude put it on a shirt and put rafael palmero at the bottom ain't, dis- ain't disrespecting that man like that <laughs> good thank you sammy thing- sosa <laughs> Sam, i mean fuck him, sosa. <laughs> man lied so many times about his race and his ability to speak english so <laughs> it's just a bleaching agent yeah we know sir you went from milk. You went from dark chocolate to white chocolate, and yeah. apparently pink in between. That only Talon remembered that he was pink. <laughs> <laughs> Don't remember that, that stage of his career. Motherfucker looked like Mark Merrow in a sense. Look, did you see that? <laughs> Mark Merrow. He did. Go back and look at the picture. Him wearing that pink ass suit. Look at just like uh, Mark Merrow in the purple. Not Mark Merrow. <laughs> <laughs> You, you trying to say Sammy Sosa's the wild man? <laughs> I, I don't know. Did his wife fuck Brock Lesnar? I mean. Well, Sable wasn't his wife. It was his valet? Was she a manager or valet? No, Mark Sable Merrill? and Mark Merrill were together. Were yeah, they together? They, together? They yeah. Married. Oh, that's why he yeah. ruined his career. I mean. Yeah. He let a power bomber and that let, was Yeah, it. that was it. Sam, but, it you know what? Big ups to her for being able to do that, though. Right, yeah. I mean. <laughs> I mean, then people say like, "Oh, well, she's a, she." You know what? I ain't gonna get into it. She did ruin women's wrestling for a while. Yeah, they pushed her to the moon, and she could not wrestle, and she looked good. And then John Laurinaitis took over the women's division, and then it became the divas division. Hmm. And he's trying to bring it back. So all this hard work women have been doing for the last few years going down the drain it's people power he's almost as bad as hulk hogan when it comes to ruin wrestling yeah i bet hey, but you know what hogan. hold on i bet i bet johnny ace never worked 400 days a year he, yeah he went to japan in the u.s remember oh yeah that's right he did work 400 days a year Damn. yeah he might have worked more actually yeah he, i mean oh my god yeah he did so many tours 
He probably worked like 630 days a year, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, with the time change and shit. Because that's how the world works. This motherfucker, <laughs> motherfucker's the Flash. <laughs> time travel bastard. <laughs> what were you going to say, Chip? I'm sorry, I meant to cut you off. What, what were you going to say about Hulk Hogan? I, I was going to say, speaking of Hulk Hogan, and we're talking about new metal, did you guys check the video I sent you earlier with Fred Durst looking like fucking Hulk Hogan? For Hulk Hogan. <laughs> When like I saw the image of him, I was like, I'm not even doing this. Like I can't do that. I can't do that. I can't support that. Bro, he had the handlebar mustache and everything. Like I know he's trying to like be like go full in on dad mode, but come on, man. Come oh on, God man. heaven. Oh man. That being said, I, like, I don't know <laughs> if we should call him Fred Hogan or or Hulk Durst. <laughs> Oh, there's. Can we can we call him Thunder Biscuit? <laughs> no, it'd be Lip Lips. Limp Lips. <laughs> limp Lips. Let's go with that. That's another shirt right there. Limp Lips. Oh, shit, sorry. <laughs> I'm getting yelled at. Sorry. <laughs> All right, well, that's <laughs> that being said, I got demonized on me. We're going to cut this off right now. Again, thank you guys so much. We appreciate you guys. We love you guys. We'll talk to you guys at the next time. Chip, let's hit them with the outro. Please do not leave without leaving a like, comment, share, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. Follow us on all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Check out the YouTube channel. Subscribe. Click that bell to get notified of our latest videos. And once again, check out movementradio.us. I am Chip Hazard. I am Talon Williams. I'm Roger Sierra. And this is Movement Radio. God's plan. Remember the name.